Hello and welcome to Connected episode 427. My name is Stephen Hackett and uh, Hover and ExpressVPN are sponsors. They're awesome sponsors. We're going to talk about them later. But first, everyone, please stand for the entrance of Mike Hurley. Welcome back. Don't even... Don't even try and, like, suck up to me now. I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. Wow. Hang on a second. Federico's here, too. Hi, Federico. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. I have never felt such betrayal in my life. Oh, come on. Than what you two have done to me. Surely you must have been betrayed before. No. Not like this. N- nah, come on. Not like this. I thought we had an agreement. I thought that we had a pact. The whole time, everyone's going, yeah, Mike. The, can, the passionate ones were not passionate enough for that amazing t-shirt that we made years ago. So we're going to make them pay for this by never bringing it back. And I, and I turned my back for just a moment, a mere moment. And the t-shirt's back. This is a travesty. It's unbelievable. Not only is it back, but we've sold more this time than the previous time. Yeah, but you see, this is the thing. So as we're recording right now, we sold 196. Therefore, proving the point of last time. Yeah, it's not a lot of shirts. They are not passionate enough for this T-shirt. That's the point. That was the whole reason. The reason we we did, were never going to bring it back is because it was an amazing T-shirt idea the first time, and people didn't buy enough of them. So they're like, "Fine, you've spoken with your wallets. Now you're never going to get it." And people are like, "Give me it." And it's like, "Well, you should have bought it the first time." And now you brought it back. You know, you decided that you, you two of you. Although I most, Federica, I want you to know I mostly blame Stephen for this because I know this is, I know you said it, but I know that this was his idea. This is like, this has got Stephen written all over it, this one. Thank you. Especially the subterfuge of changing the account, <laughs> right? Like you went in <laughs> and like. Subterfuge. Subterfuge is such a, such a good word. But yes. he left it in one password, so I was able to go in and look at things. I could have deleted, you know what, I should, I should have removed it from sale. Now that would have been interesting. But you see, I wouldn't do something like that to you. You know, even after I'm betrayed. But I just think the point is proven again. They did, the, the passionate ones have not bought enough of this t shirt. It's a great t shirt, but they don't deserve it. Well, maybe third time's the charm. <laughs> when are you going to do that? I don't know. When are you going on vacation again? <laughs> uh, you have until today, December 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern to order one. Please. Do it for Mike. And I will say, this betrayal is even occurring in my own home. My wife bought this t-shirt yes! last night. Which is just like, <laughs> yes. this is absolute betrayal. Like, I, I can't move for betrayal now. Everyone's betraying me. Yeah. You're like uh, you're like Caesar. Yeah. When he was murdered and stabbed multiple times. Yep. I also just want to clear up something. Because the way you've been talking about it is that, for some reason, it said that I hated this shirt. This shirt was my idea. I commissioned this artwork. I paid for it this artwork so i love this t-shirt i own two of them the problem is the passionate ones didn't love it enough so they don't deserve it and i still think they don't deserve it i and i understand how you feel Mm -hmm. but you also need to understand that this betrayal made for excellent content oh i know but yeah i've i'm still i'm still betrayed sometimes you gotta you know ignore one of your co-hosts feelings to make entertainment and this is one of those instances (laughs) i'm sorry you feel betrayed mike Oh no! No, I'm gonna make you pay. It's time for a quiz. Oh no! No, come on! It wasn't no. So we're gonna do a quiz now. <laughs> well, you oh, think? Well, God. you think I was just gonna come back to this episode as if nothing had ever happened? I mean, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Oh well, some of it just got knocked off. So maybe some work that the two of you done doesn't get used now, right? Wow! Because now we're doing a quiz. 
We are doing round four of the passionate ones. Do you remember this? Which one is it? This Which? was where I asked, it was how, how well do you know the passionate ones? Where I put okay, out a quiz, yeah. like a, a, a survey of the connected listeners. Um, hopefully just the ones that would not betray me. You know, like these, these 200 people that bought this t-shirt, I hope that they're not in this quiz. Oh, it's the one where there's always the two people using a performer in the audience. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I put out a survey to the connected listenership and asked them a selection of questions and got some results of those questions. I've tabulated the highest answers. So I will be asking the two of you these five, uh, four, four questions we have today. I will be asking the two of you these, wait, is there four or is there five? You're going to need, I need to open, I've got a lot, of, I've got a lot of tabs. This is where I do, this is the one where Mike deals with a lot of tabs. So I asked him a selection of questions. You will be giving your answers. You will be trying to predict or answer the things that you expect the passionate ones to uh, have answered the most. Is that, does that make sense what I've just said? So like, I can give you an example uh, so from previous ones, so I, we asked people uh, what their favorite podcast app was. Right. And the top answer was Overcast. So that got right. uh, Federico 50 points. Second answer, Pocket Cast. So you are trying to guess what you think the connected listenership would have answered to these questions. And there are five. Five questions. Okay. There are five. Five questions in total. This time, though, there was last time it, you got 50 points per answer. Uh, this time, going to do 500 <laughs> points oh my God. per answer because the, the, the point scoring has gotten a little out of hand since the last time we did this. And whose fault is that? And okay. uh, I don't know. Yours, yours. No, it's not mine. It's his. Yeah, it's yours, yes. But it got, it's gone a little out of hand, so now I kind of have to scale uh, appropriately i will state just for the record because i am unhappy with the inflation of points uh at the dur during our episode we have coming up shortly which is our year in review episode i'm gonna reset the clock so on the year in review episode the season one champion of the quizzes will be crowned and then we will reset the points mm. to the go into the next year Oh, so it's becoming a seasonal thing. Okay. It's becoming a seasonal thing. Because at the moment, the points are Stephen has 7,073 points and Federico has 5,201 points. So those points numbers are too high, I think. So I want to correct that a little bit. So, And how many questions are there today? There are five questions today. So Federico could take the title or could take the lead after today. Yeah. It's coming home, baby. I'm doing it. Well, yeah, because the amount the, the amount of, of uh, points that are available are actually pretty high because I've, I've said something slightly incorrect. It's 500 points for the top answer, right. 400 points for the second answer, 300, 200, 100. So there are an awful lot of points available today. Why don't we take a break first? This episode of Connected is brought to you by Hover. Have you ever thought about starting your own business or creating a brand, maybe sharing your wealth of knowledge with the world, or using your years of experience to create something for yourself? Hover wants to help you take the first step in getting your ideas off the ground. If you have a brand that you've always dreamt of building or a business you want to take online, the first step is finding your domain name. Hover makes this super simple with clear and straightforward user experience, easy-to-use tools, and truly 
amazing support from friendly humans. It's never too late to step up to the plate and share what you have to offer. Getting online has helped thousands of people around the world reach new heights with their businesses. All of my domains are at Hover, including my beloved 512 Pixels. And when I went to go rebrand it like 10 years ago now, and uh, it is uh, safe and sound at Hover. It was really easy to set it up. Their system is great to use. And if ever have any questions or problems, their support is top notch. In addition to classics like .com, you can get extensions like .shop, .tech, .art. I saw a conversation early in our Discord about .lol. There's over 400 to choose from, so you'll be able to find the perfect domain name for your business. One that's memorable, relevant, and boosts your brand. You can buy a domain, set up custom email boxes, and point it to your website all in just a few clicks. And like I said, if you ever run into trouble or have a question, help is just a phone call or chat away. Hover is secure, simple, and reliable, and is trusted and is a popular choice among millions of people launching any kind of brand or business. So if you're ready to get your idea off the ground with the perfect domain name, head over to hover.com connected to get 10% off your first Hover purchase. That's hover.com connected for 10% off. Our thanks to Hover for their support of the show and Relay FM. Now, I would say that it's possible Federico would have a good, good shot here. Because these questions, these five questions, they're all app-based questions. Mm. However, previously, with some of the app-based questions, Federico didn't do so well. So we're going to find out what's going to happen here. Yeah, but I learned a few lessons. Okay. So, Federico, you're going to get the first answer today. Okay. Because you're currently trailing behind in the scoring. Our first round is, I asked the passionate ones, what to-do app do you use what to do app do you use what to do app do you think what to do app do you use is the question i asked them what do you think people answered there's a few options mm-hmm. obviously on the table i will tell you i think uh yeah. i was given 48 mm-hmm. different to do apps wow well for, what i would say is actually 48 different answers <clears throat> Uh, I will say one person answered YouTube Music, which was hey interesting. Maybe maybe, maybe that person works on YouTube Music. <laughs> I mean, Therefore, I guess so. Seeing right? the app is like, well, let me see all uh-huh. the bugs in this. I product. feel like if you out there answered this question, I need to help you. So contact me because it's not good. I'm gonna say that the passionate ones said they use reminders. Federico, that is our top answer. 500 mm-hmm. points go in your pocket. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Stephen, we now move to you. I'm going to say Todoist. Todoist. Where do you think Todoist ranks, Stephen? Do you think it's the second highest answer? I think it's second or third. You are correct that it is third. The third highest answer for 300 points All is right. Todoist for Stephen Hackett. Mm-hmm. We'll go back to you, Federico. I will go with... I will say Things by Cultured Code. That's good. Now, I guess it is expected that the passionate ones, they like high-quality opinionated software. Yeah. We'll also assume that the passionate ones do not believe in weekly repeating tasks. The second (laughs) highest answer (laughs) was Things. Those 400 points go to Federico. Mm -hmm. We'll go back to you, Stephen. I think we're coming up on three years of them telling me they were going to fix that. So... It's going well over there. Any day now. Any day now. Any day now. Any day. 
I want to counter with remember the milk, but I need to be honest with myself, and it's probably number six. So well, you got to think about this. We got to think about this for a second, right? Now I'm not going to steer you one way or another, right? But now would uh, would the passionate ones answer that because they know you're involved? Mm. Who could tell? I put a pin in that, and I'm going to say OmniFocus. OmniFocus is the fifth highest answer. One hundred okay. points. What's a fourth one? <laughs> it's up to you to decide. <laughs> yeah, this this is exactly what I want you to tell me. So it's not reminders. Things to do is OmniFocus is the fifth one. Interesting. And I'm thinking about a few options. I will say interesting. I will say fantastical. Five people answered fantastical. Mm. That is not enough to be our fourth highest answer. So we've we've talked. We've mentioned reminders, to-doist, omnifocus, and things. Correct. I'm going to say good tasks. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good task. 13 people said they used good task. That is not enough Mm-mm. to make it to the fourth. Now, I'm going to give you both one more guess. But I'm Just going one? To, yes. I'm okay. going to suggest you cast your mind back. That's my. That's what I'm going to say to you. Cast your mind back? Cast your mind back. I will say nothing more than that. So it's something that's been available for a while. If that's the way that you interpret what I said. Or that we talked about before. Again, if that's the way that you interpret. Hmm. I would just I'd also say, so OmniFocus, 77 people answered OmniFocus. Answer four is 80. 80 people answered with this. Cast your mind back. Cast your mind back. Um, I have a few ideas, but none of them sort of relate to this tip that you just gave us. Uh, what is it? They're beyond OmniFocus and... Huh, I don't want to say that one. Yeah, I will go with Tick Tick. Ooh, that's good. 26 people answered Tick Tick. That is not enough. Stephen, what is your final answer and the final answer of this round? I'm going to say none. You are correct, Stephen, with 200 points. Oh, my God. Was none. When you said think back, I remember that that has been an answer before. And has tripped us up, so... Yep, that was my... That was the clue I was giving. How can you back. go with no to-do? Okay, anyway. I don't know, man. And, uh, Stephen, I will tell you, not one person answered Remember the Milk. Holy cow. <laughs> not one. Not one. Not one person. That's... Eight people answered with two number two do. Do you remember that one? Yeah, Federico wrote a book about it. Yeah. Did you? Did you write a book? Well, no, it, w- it was a long review that we also published as an ebook. Uh, five people answered Obsidian. One person said Nozbe. I don't know what that is. No, yeah, it's been around f- for ages. Yeah. I don't know what, never heard mm-hmm. that before. One person, Google Docs. That's Austin Evans. <laughs> I mean, could be, actually. Yeah, didn't he use like a single Google Doc for everything in his life? He did for a while. So, Federico, in that round, you scored 900 points. Steven, you scored 600 points. Okay, okay. So we go back around? Yes, please. Steven will now be answering first because he scored the least amount of points in that round. What email app do you use? Mail.app. I just want to know 
I just want to state for the record, I find it frustrating when people say it like that. And like lots of people wrote it in that way. Well, I do too, but if you just say male, because Apple's names are too generic. Yeah, but male I understood. But what I preferred was the when, the people that wrote Apple Mail, which was the 500 point top answer for Stephen Hackett. Mail.app. Don't say that. You know what I mean? Just don't. It's fine. It has a brand. You can call it Mail. You can call it Apple Mail. Federica, what do you think people answered? What do you think the second highest answer is for what email app to use? Spark. 400 points goes to Federico. I'm going to say MimeStream. MimeStream. 41 people answered MimeStream. MimeStream is our fifth highest answer. Ooh, snuck it in there. 100 points. Mm-hmm. That's impressive That because it's only on the Mac. There were 28 different, uh, different email apps. I can't even think of 28. How are there 28 email apps? Well, oh, there are there are a couple of Thunderbird users in there. Oh no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How? Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how to do it. Okay, okay. Gmail, Gmail. That's good. The service Gmail is our third highest answer. Three hundred points going mm-hmm. Federico's pocket. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so once again, the fourth slot is what's left. Correct. 200 points available. I'm going to say airmail. Mm, nah, man. Seven people answered airmail. Ooh. That is not enough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Outlook. Outlook by Microsoft Corporation. 200 points. Go to Federico. There we go. That was the fourth highest answer. Dang it. Uh, I just want to answer a question from the Discord. Zach in the Discord, in regards to the to-do app, asked, did anyone say Emacs org mode? Yes, two people did. (laughs) It's gray and... (laughs) I rolled my eyes at them. We have one person for their email app said Chuck. I don't know what that is. Chuck? I don't know what Chuck is. One person said... Like their assistant? (laughs) Canine mail? Chuck email? Is that is that one? Yeah. Take control of your inbox. Oh. Delete, archive, and sort batches of emails in just one tap. Is the name Chuck of this service? Chuck. Chuck.email. Chuck.email. Oh, this, this looks bananas. Okay. This looks interesting. Is this a real product? Hold on. Yeah. Chuck.email. Chuck.email. I've tried many other email apps, but none have come close to Chuck. Wait. What does, why does this look nice? It has a little beaver <laughs> as a right as an icon. Wait a sec. How much email could a Gmail chuck chuck if an email chuck could chuck email? You know what I mean? Nailed it. I know what you mean. I like the way this looks. You should try it. Wait, this doesn't look bad. I look forward to the uh, Federico Vitici book on Chuck uh, coming soon to Mac Stories. Chuck, the Mac Stories review. <laughs> 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 Wait, I can get Chuck Pro. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm putting a link to this in the show notes. It's too good. So, in the end of that round, Steven took away 600 points. Federico took 900 points. Uh, again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good okay. job, Federico. Thank you. Thank you. But that does mean that Steven gets to go first again. No, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. He got fewer right answers. This next question is. How do you get your news? Mm. Ooh. Nice. Okay. When and just to give you an idea, we got 64 responses to wow. this. 
And when was this question asked again? It was months ago, right? A long time ago. Yeah, it was it was months ago. I don't remember. This exactly. is so open ended. Wow. And, yeah. Okay. Where do you get your news? I'm gonna say Twitter. Five hundred points. Boom. Mm-hmm. Stephen Hackett. That is our top answer. <laughs> That's why I asked how recent this was. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm gonna say. Hmm. How do you get your news? I'm going to say RSS. Oh, that's a broad one. But you're right to go broad because that is our second highest answer. 400 points for Federico Vitici. Uh, I'm going to say Apple News. Hmm. If you like your news with a bunch of crappy ads in it, Apple News. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you know, we had Reminders was top. Mm-hmm. We yep. had Mail was top. Mm-hmm. Apple News not top, but third. 300 points go to Stephen Hackett. All right. I'm going to say web browser. Web browser. People must be going to the New York Times website or the CNN website or whatever. People gave some specific answers of outlets that they went to, but 72 people said browser. Interesting. Is that enough? Yes. 100 points goes to Federico Vitici. Okay. So that's fifth. So we are once again with the fourth highest answer as the last one on the board. That's wild to me that that keeps happening. Yeah. So we've said Twitter. Twitter, RSS, Apple News, and browser. Twitter, RSS, Apple News, and browser is fifth, and the fourth one is missing. And it's Steven Stern. It's Steven Stern. I'm going to say I don't keep up with the news. There were 47 people who said some variation of avoiding news. Mm-hmm. That okay. is not enough for okay. our fourth highest mm-hmm. answer. Fake news. Nobody said that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm torn between two. I'm gonna say podcasts. Forty-two people hmm. said podcasts. Some people said some specific ones, and I did keep those if there were enough of them. But that is not enough for the full highest answer. Hmm. Hmm. Gonna okay. give you one more guess each. Okay. Reddit. Good one. The fourth highest answer is it Reddit? Yes, it is. Two hundred points. Yeah. Go in Stephen Hackett's nice. pocket. Well, you got all the answers there, which is good. That's good. Uh, so let me th- let's just see if there's anything interesting in here for you. What's Someone- TV on the list? Yeah, eight people. Okay. One person still goes to Yahoo, which is good. There were a lot of like Danish news outlet, Australian news outlet, you know, that kind of thing. The BBC. Sure. There wasn't nothing very fun in there. The, uh, so in that round... Steven scored 1,000 points. Federico scored 500 points. So, Federico, you get to pick first in a round which you're going to feel very conflicted by, I'm sure. What music service do you use? Oh, God. There were 18 different answers. Again, how? Apple Music. (laughs) What was that, Federico? Apple Music. So you're applying the logic from earlier, right? You're thinking yeah. like remote. But you well, remember Apple it's News? 50, 50. <laughs> that wasn't high enough. That was third on the list. So you're hoping Apple Music is our highest answer. Mm-hmm. Federico, you will enjoy a cool 500 points in your pocket because, Oof. yes, it indeed was the highest Thank answer you. in this round. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, it's got to be Spotify. It's got to be next. Has it? I think it is. You know, Spotify and Apple—they're typically at war. Yeah. Is, does that uh, does that influence the connected listenership? 
It's next. 400 points goes to Stephen Hackett. I just want to tell you, though, I was I was genuinely surprised by this. So I mean, uh, it's the biggest one in the world. Like, why? No, no, no. Why, why I'm about to say, okay. which is 707 people answered Apple Music, 266 answered Spotify. Mm. That is a mm. huge gap. I would not have expected yeah. to be so large. Yeah. Well, it's an Apple show, you know? That makes sense, I guess. So the next three answers... They are in double or single digits of responses. So we have Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube Music is, at 36 responses, the third answer that is 300 points for Federico. I'm going to say I don't stream music. Hmm. Good one. Can I ask what you mean by that? I don't pay for a streaming service. Like they have like they have their own li- personal library of yeah. music. Are you saying... Right. Well, what are you saying? I need I need you to tell me what you what you mean by I don't stream music. I don't stream. I I, I I'm not a customer of a music streaming service, or I, I you know own my music or something like that. Well, I need you to choose. <laughs> I need you to choose. I do not pay for streaming music. That is 100 points to Stephen Hackett. So we have Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. The fourth highest answer is left on the board, as always. I would be very surprised if it is one of those like services for audio files and it ended up in this survey. What is it? What is it there beyond mm, I, Apple Music, Spotify? I, I got my guess. YouTube. What was the question again? What music service do you use? Music service do you use? Okay. I'm going to go with Plex. Four people answered Plex. <laughs> that is not enough. I'm going to go with Title. Six people answered title. <laughs> mm. That is also not enough. Give you one more guess each. What do you, what do you think, Federico? Music service to you. I'm going to go with web radio. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And nobody, nobody said it. <laughs> so uh, it's not there. I'm going to say Amazon Prime Music. Amazon Music had nine responses. That is not enough. Ugh. I tried to lead you to as much as I could. The fourth okay. answer what is... Was it? My own purchased music. Isn't that the same as not streaming? Nope. I would argue that's the same because answer. Because some people just said none. Okay. Maybe they don't listen to music. And a lot of people said my own library. Okay. My okay. purchased that's fair. music. That's fair. And I did, I did, I was very clear. I, I gave you both of them and asked you to choose. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so in that round, Stephen cleared 500 points. Federico cleared 800 points. Currently today, Federico has scored 3,100 points. Stephen has scored 2,700 points. And we go into our final round for today. Stephen, you will be picking first. The question is, what do you use for photo management? (laughs) What do you use for photo management? Yeah. That's good. I'm going to say the uh, Apple Photos app. Are you hoping for the top answer with that one? I assume so, right? Yeah. What else would you say? And you'll get it. 500 points will go to Stephen Hackett. Uh, what do you use beyond that? <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I don't even know what else is there beyond photos. So I would give you some info here. We had a total of 26 distinct answers. 863 people said Apple Photos. The next four are all in double digits. Lightroom? 300 points goes to Federico Vitici. That is our third highest answer. That's good. That was going to be my next one if you didn't get it. 
So the second place is still out for grabs. Mm-hmm. Google, mm-hmm. Google second, Photos. Second, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, Google Photos. Google Photos. 400 points for Stephen Hackett. Google Photos was the second highest answer. Totally forgot that Google Photos exists. <laughs> uh, Google Photos had 70 responses. Should have said that. Dropbox. Nobody said it. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Nobody said Dropbox. Photos, Google Photos, Lightroom. No Dropbox. No Dropbox. No Dropbox. I mean, like, Finder? Just You just have a bunch of... Five people said Finder. You just have a bunch of files laying around. That is not enough. That's how we used to do it. We used to be big Dropbox photo boys. I know. Dropbox and Finder, but nobody's doing that anymore, apparently. <sighs> what, do, what, what are they even using? Uh, I don't know. Um, what are they using? Not like from... The fourth highest answer had 26 responses. This is uh, the uh, Whatever the default is on Windows. Nobody answered anything like that, so <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, no. Nobody. Mm. What else is there even out there? One person said hope, which I thought was fun, and they gave me a little crying face. Hope? Hope, yeah. That makes me kind of sad, but I'm not sure why. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it is a bit sad. One person said flicker, too. Ooh. Oh, man. One person said apathy. I don't know if that's an app or they just... Yeah, it's like the new version of Aperture. (laughs) Apathy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you got one more guess each. I don't remember who. Uh, I think it's went my turn. First. It's oh, Steven's went turn. First. So Steven's turn. Steven, you have one last guess. I honestly don't even know what else is out there. I, uh, Plex. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no one said Plex. Uh, I like Plex could just be an answer to any of these. It does know? everything. Like someone's using Plex for email. Someone's doing it. You know, it's probably Casey. Mm-hmm. All right, Federico, you have the final guess of the game. Okay, so it's either, uh, I mean, if it's not photos. Uh, are we guessing the, the third? No, we're guessing the fourth or the fifth? Fourth Which one? and fifth are available. Fourth and fifth. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Lightroom. I'm going to say none. And you will get 200 points for that. <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <Nice>. you, <laughs> you have to manage know, photos somehow. Some people just don't. None is just camera roll. <laughs> Some people said camera roll. Mm, enough people? But like, you know, th- these people, they don't think about it. That's that's the none, right? They're just like, I don't pay any attention to this. What you missed, the fifth highest answer, 20 people said iPhoto. Oh, my God. Those Still? people won't let go. Uh, maybe they're just mistaken. Maybe they just call it Okay, iPhoto. it was discontinued in March of 2015. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it was gone seven years ago. So, like, in, in these seven years, you've listened to Connected enough to participate in a survey, but you haven't taken any new photos that would <laughs> justify the fact that you're moving on from my photo? Like, I, I don't get it. So that's the end of this round of the quizzes. You tied today. 3,600 points each. No way. <sighs> Yep. Oh so the master on. scores are now Federico at eight thousand eight hundred one points, Stephen at ten thousand six hundred seventy three points. So after all of that, nothing changed really. Congratulations! Oh my god! It's incredible. All of this for nothing. <laughs> well, it wasn't for nothing. I had a good time. No, uh, no, we're helping the people still using iPhoto. <laughs> that's true. That's the one thing that could be taken away from today is that people should stop using iPhoto, and that concludes the quizzes. Thank you, Mike.
This episode of Connected is brought to you by ExpressVPN. If you're looking for something new to watch during your holiday downtime, ExpressVPN is for you. Maybe you've already watched Home Alone too many times this year. You can only watch so many paint cans in the face. Or maybe you just want to change from your usual holiday movies. Well, ExpressVPN is an app that lets you change your online location. And if you use something like Netflix, that means you get a whole new library of content. Because if you didn't know, Netflix has different shows and movies in every country. That means you can watch the U.S. version of The Office on Canadian Netflix instead of dealing with Peacock, for example. It's really, really simple to do. It's super fast, which I like. ExpressVPN does not uh, slow me down if I'm using it. You just fire up the app on your computer or TV. works on your phone and tablets as well. You change your location, you refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN lets you choose from almost 100 different countries. That's a lot of content you can go through. And it's not just Netflix. It helps you access more content on Disney+, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. And general VPNs can be super slow. But like I said, the reason so many people love it, including me, is that ExpressVPN is super fast. There's never any buffering or lag in all your shows stream in HD quality. So this holiday season, gift yourself a brand new library of content. Go to expressvpn.com slash connected right now. You can get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash connected. There's a link in the show notes, expressvpn.com slash connected to learn more. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of the show and Relay FM. So an hour, do some an hour into the show, <laughs> we're going to do some follow-up. <laughs> Federico and I have been talking about the page curl animation and because uh, they got rid of it in books and books is boring now. And I said, no, it was in Apple Maps, but that came later. Uh, turns out it was in Google Maps before books. This comes uh... via Twitter user uh, Semikami. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I mispronounced your name, but... They said. I don't think that's mispronounced. Semikami. I, I just like, assume. Looks... I assume that I get things wrong. Okay, that's fair. Uh, they found this in a keynote from January 2008, showing Apple Maps. So uh, Stephen was right. Okay, that's all. I wasn't here for that, so well, I don't care about. Well, this well done, Stephen. Well done. A friend of the show, self-service repair, <laughs> has launched in Europe. <laughs> uh, so. That's good news. Made it in before the end of the year. Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, Poland, Spain, Sweden, and the UK can now buy parts and really expensive and heavy equipment to uh, fix their iPhone 12 or 13 and some Mac notebooks with Apple Silicon. Didn't know, is it not possible to buy parts anywhere for the 14 line yet? Doesn't seem like it. Well, I mean, it seems like Apple can't make enough parts for the iPhone 14, so maybe they've just not got them on hand uh, right now to give to people. I wonder, too, if there's going to be like a rolling lag on those parts. And, okay, like in the first year or, what, or first 90, you know, little period of time, you're probably under warranty still, and it'll be a little bit later. But my guess is right now it's supply chain because you can't get an iPhone 14 Pro before Christmas at this point. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, sad if you've waited so long and now you can't get it. Uh, there's something that caught my eye in that press release about the self-service repair. And I call this Apple covering its basis. <laughs> so I'm going to read. Okay. Over, over the past three years, Apple has nearly doubled the number of service locations with access to genuine Apple parts, tools, and training, including more than 4,000 independent repair providers 
A global network of more than 5,000 Apple-authorized service providers supports more than 100,000 active technicians. As a result, 8 out of every 10 Apple customers are located within 30 minutes of an authorized service provider across Europe. You know, it was a complaint for a long time that, oh, there's not an Apple store near me. I got to drive eight hours. And that's still true for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've done partnerships with Best Buy and a bunch of other places to make this uh, easier for people. And this is definitely just a uh, another example of that. I'm going to get some real-time follow-up from Vidit in the Discord. It's not the same page call. There are two different APIs, if I remember correctly. The old page call, which is the one in Google Maps or Apple Maps, has been discontinued. The iBook-style page call still exists in API form. Yeah, but we're not talking about APIs. We're talking about, you know, the page curl. No, but it's like there was a page curl, but it's not the same one. It wasn't the good page curl. It's like, where does Flipboard come into this, right? Flipboard had a page curl. When was that? Yeah, oh gosh, Flipboard. That was their whole thing initially, Flipboard. was like the page curling. That was mm-hmm. like the whole thing. I have uh, seen an Apple Watch Ultra for the first time. Are you wearing it right now? Uh, I wore one for a bit, too. Uh, I both saw I saw one in a restaurant, and then I wore one, uh, which it was David Sparks's Apple Watch Ultra, because mm-hmm. you know what it's like. I like oh I saw it. I was like oh that looks nice. So he immediately took his off and just put it in my hand. I said put it on, and I did put it on, and it's nice. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Did I, did I tell the story on the show about me doing that at a drugstore counter? Like the pharmacist wanted to see it, and I just handed her my watch. <laughs> No, you didn't tell us this. Yeah, uh, I was picking up something from the pharmacy. and uh, Did you do an exchange? Yeah, I, well, uh, the woman working was like, oh, uh, I run a lot. I've been thinking about the Ultra, but I'm worried it's too big. And I said, here, try it on. I took mm-hmm. it off and handed it to her, and she tried it on, and she liked it. That's really the whole story. It's really nice. It's when I, I mean, for me, when I wore it, like, what I'll say is the face, like I look at the face, the face didn't feel too big, but when I'd see it from the side, it was like, oh, that's humongous, like just visually. But it didn't feel really any different to my um, Steel Series 6 like to wear. Uh, yeah, I really, really liked it a lot. I liked that the screen was bigger. Um, yeah, but that's the end of my story. The Discord is telling me I told that story on Mac Power users, so... My bad. Well, this isn't Mac Powell uses. Totally so. different show. But David Sparks' presence is everywhere, is what we're learning. <laughs> uh, I'm jealous you got to see his studio, assuming that you did. I did, yeah. I spent hours in Endor Studios. It looks pretty sweet in photos. It's beautiful. It's a really great space. Lastly, in follow-up, a reminder that our annual memberships are on sale through December 17th. You want to go to giverelay.com, and you can... Send it as a gift, or you can use the coupon code 2023HOLIDAYS at checkout to sign up for yourself. If you sign up for Connected Pro, you get longer ad-free versions of the show each and every week. Uh, This week, we talked about some breaking Apple news around encryption, and we talked about Federico uh, nearly being attacked by wild boars after a night of partying. And no ads. It's a great great deal. It's normally 50 bucks a year. You get 20% off your first year giverelay.com. All right, Federico, before we go, you are very excited about a new canvas view in Obsidian. Can you uh, walk us through this? Because I watched some videos and it looks cool, but also I don't really understand it. Would it surprise you to know that I was the one who put this in the show notes today? Yes. No. 
Oh, okay. 50-50 split. Okay. Mike strikes me as a, as an obsidian curious individual. I have never been curious about obsidian until literally this feature. Now I am very curious. I'll tell you, it's been a few years since I was last excited about something named Canvas. Um, mm. oh. oh, that sounds sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very excited, but also very conflicted at the moment, which is sort of going to be what I wanted to talk about here. So this feature is currently available only on desktop for the insider build of Obsidian. That's like the beta version for people who sign up and have like a paid account. You get the insider releases. And I think it's coming to iPad. I don't know about the iPhone, but I think I've seen the... Uh, one of the developers of Obsidian uh, mentioned that it's com- that the plan is to bring it to iPad too. So the canvas view is a, a brand new type of note that you can create. Mm-hmm. This is like this sort of dream mind map that system that I've had for years now. I think if you, go, if you go back and listen to very early episodes of The Prompt or maybe even App Stories a few years after that, I must have mentioned this at some point, like how my dream for an ideal mind map was something that would allow me to combine different types of content and not just text and images, but actual like previews of web pages and previews of my documents. And this is what the canvas view does. It creates a, uh, like an infinite canvas for you and you can create these little nodes that are, they can be made of text. So you can have the classic like text bubble and say something there, or you can drop an image or, and this is where it, get, where it gets really fancy, you can drop in a document from Obsidian and it becomes a live preview of that document. And the card that you, that you create on the canvas, you can freely resize and move around and you can click in it to edit the linked document. So it's a visual card, mm-hmm. but it's also a live preview of mm-hmm. a document from somewhere else in Obsidian. The same is true for web pages. So you can paste in a URL and it becomes like an inline, resizable, draggable, interactive web view to a, any web page. And all of these elements you can mix and match. You can drag around, you can create connections between them, you can change the colors, you can type in your own comments. So you have this rich, infinitely expandable view. Uh, where you can drop in whatever you want and visually organize whatever you want. Does Obsidian have, like, drawing tools in it? Well, no, not natively, but there's a very popular plugin called Excalidraw, uh, <laughs> which name. is what most <laughs> people use. It's a good name. Great name. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great name. It's a good... And is that, uh, like, it's actually a, yeah. Apple Pencil? Like, does it work? Yeah, so Excalidraw is actually a very good web service and the plugin for Obsidian fully supports the Apple Pencil. I have done some sketches for a future redesign of Mac Stories with, uh, with Excalidraw and it's super good. Like both its own website, but also the Obsidian integration is fantastic because in Obsidian, of course, when you're drawing, you can also insert uh, links to other notes and pages in your drawing. So it's it's very, very nice. Hmm. Now, obviously, um, I'm waiting for this canvas view to come to the iPad, right? And I'm thinking, like, I have a few ideas in terms of, well, uh, this would be beneficial to me to organize, 
you know, maybe chapters of a, of a long document or maybe notes that are related to the same topic. But I think what this did, what this announcement did is it really put a sort of deadline um, on me in terms of making a decision. And I think what I would like to do by the end of the year or just over the holiday break, essentially it comes down to make, to make a choice. Do you want to use Apple Notes or do you want to use Obsidian? And if you've been keeping track of, well, this show and app stories for the past few months, um, you know that this is like where, like this is the final battle of not taking apps for me. Like choosing between Apple Notes and Obsidian. Now for for work stuff, for the team-based stuff on Mac Stories, we have made a decision uh, over the years, over the past two years, really, with the with the development and, and, and launch of Calliope and the new club. We ended up with this very scattered system where we we were using Craft for some things, but Alex, our developer, preferred to use Notion. Um, then John and I we used Apple Notes for some other things, and so last week we you know. We sat down and we said, all right, guys, this is not working. And we decided to consolidate. And we're doing this now. Um, as we speak, we're going through this. We are consolidating everything in Notion. Uh, there's nothing really better than that when it comes to like this team-based stuff. I actually I started paying for Notion. I signed up for a team account. And so the work stuff, the collaboration, like uh, obviously Alex's development um, uh, boards and pages, like all of that is already in there, but also technical documentation, uh, more complex projects like selects, right? The awards that we do that require like an editorial timeline and assignments, like all of that team stuff is going to be in Notion. Hmm. And of course, for friends and family, like with Sylvia, for example, I want to share something with Sylvia. I'm going to keep using Apple Notes, right? Uh, th that's just the best tool for the job. But the big question that remains for me, which is why I need to have sort of this internal, uh, I, I got to do this internal analysis, if you will, over the holiday break and finally make a choice is going forward, at least until iOS 17 or whatever. Do I want to use Notes or do, we, or do I want to use Obsidian? And we had this conversation here on the show a month ago where I said, I don't know, guys, maybe I just need to use Obsidian as a text editor and I want to use Apple Notes as a note-taking app, right? We had this conversation mm -hmm. uh, a few episodes ago. And over the past few weeks, I've been using Obsidian as my text editor and Notes as my note-taking app. And I put together, for me and, and for the audience, a list of pros and cons. I feel like this is the only way that I can decide. Uh, there are advantages to both products. And I, and I can go through this list Obviously, Notes has the advantage of being a native product, right? It, it's got that native feel. Uh, it's very elegant, very simple. And it supports all the native features that you would expect. For example, on the iPad, it supports multiple windows, which Obsidian does not. It doesn't support the native multi-window on iPad. It's got rich links. It's very polished. Um, it's got excellent integration with shortcuts. And it supports QuickNote, on the iPad. So anywhere in the system, you can you can hit Globe Q and you get a notes window, like a floating window, and you can capture anything you want. And that's one of the things I mentioned a few episodes ago on Connected, the 
the speed and ease of capture of Apple Notes is unparalleled on the system. Like It's integrated with the system in a way that no other note-taking app is when it comes to saving an idea quickly. And of course, it's got that background sync privilege as well. Like iCloud sync in Apple Notes most of the time works in the background pretty well, I would say. And lastly, of course, Apple Notes, uh, as because it's an Apple app, when the next version of iOS comes out, uh, it's going to be first in having whatever new feature uh, iOS 17 or iPadOS 17 is going to have. You know, uh, it, it gets new system enhancements every year, or at least in theory. Now, obviously, with Obsidian, uh, you have different advantages. Um, it's, I mean, obviously, there's an incredible customization going on. You can customize whatever you want. Visually speaking, functionally speaking, the keyboard shortcuts, you can make your own little operating system inside Obsidian if you want. Um, and that, I think, is the... I think there are two key factors for Obsidian for me. The customization and also the, the, the FOMO effect, the fear of missing out in terms of the Obsidian community is always coming up with new ideas, with new plugins. With, there's always something new in Obsidian. And in, when I was not using it, I was always sort of looking from the sidelines, being like, oh man, it's, look at all these cool things happening in the Obsidian community now but I'm using Apple Notes. Uh, I decided to give Apple Notes a try as a note-taking app, and now I kind of miss Obsidian. Uh, there's always been that tension for me in the past month. It doesn't support multiple windows on the iPad. It does not have that native feel of Apple, Mu of Apple Notes that yeah. I just mentioned. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Um, and you always get the, the sense that you can break something in Obsidian, right? If you're not careful. Like maybe you enable too many plugins or maybe you enable too many like CSS customizations. Or, like you always, because it's a, the kind of product that wants you to tinker around with things a little bit, you always have that risk of like, oh, did I do anything I wasn't supposed to do? Which is not a thing that can happen in Apple Notes. Mm -hmm. The very latest... Um, insider build that I just mentioned, in addition to this new Canvas plugin, if I'm reading the release notes right, I believe plugin developers, and hear me out on this because it's in very interesting, if I'm not mistaken, developers of plugins can now request a calendar entitlement, meaning that if I understand this correctly, developers of plugins will be able to integrate with Apple Calendar and Apple Reminders, Whoa. which is a major <laughs> turning point for me if this is correct. And if this also comes to iPad and iPhone, because it means that having that native communication between Obsidian and Reminders may finally become possible. I'm here basically torn between these two products. Each has its own benefits. On the one hand, I have, you know, the Apple native product that gets new features on, in theory, on every release of iOS and iPadOS, and it's not going to break on me, and it's integrated with the system, and it's got shortcuts integrations, and it looks nice and clean, and it's reliable. On the other, there's this incredibly customizable note-taking app I've also been using it as a text editor that has never changed all my Mac Stories articles 
have I, I have continued writing them in Obsidian that has not changed. But you have this incredible community uh, making plugins and customizations on a daily basis. It's not native, does not support like all the things that Notes does. And also, you know, um, personally speaking, I feel like from a mere work perspective, Obsidian would give me more opportunities for content, you know? I can always write shortcuts, write about plugins, and people want to know that content. People... People are really into that type of content. I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. So from from a from a creative perspective, Obsidian, like the tool itself, gives me more content to write about it, which Apple Notes after a certain point does not, because it's like it's 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 the Notes app. Like there's nothing more you can do with it. So uh, once again, over the past few months, I have tried everything on the market. For the team-based stuff, for Mac Stories, we have settled on Notion. For notes that I want to share with my girlfriend and, you know, the family, we're using notes. But for me, what do I want to use? I've tried everything. It comes down to these two. And I don't know how I can make a decision. Because, I'll, like, one day I wake up and I'm like, yeah, Apple Notes is fine. And then I think about it somewhere and I'm like, ah, oh, but man, Obsidian, with all those plugins. Like, and this is just for the note-taking. Once again, the text editing and the articles, like all of that is already in Obsidian. But for notes, it's one of these two. It has to be one of these two. Um, and I don't know how to make a decision. Well, I guess maybe it will come down to if these like these new features, because it's obviously this new feature has like really started to tip you, right? Like because it is, it looks yeah. really interesting. So maybe you won't have to make a decision until you know it's definitely coming to iPad. I don't know. What would you guys do? I think it's tricky because for you, you sort of have a gradient. You have notes like you know regular people do. Like this is the code for the lock, or you know I don't know the. Uh, gift list ideas, you know, regular note stuff. Yeah. But then you have research that's going to go into articles. And I would imagine that sometimes you have a piece of content. You're like, I don't know where it is on that continuum. So that's tricky. I, so I have everything in notes, work stuff, personal stuff. It's all intermixed. I keep uh, folders of notes to kind of keep things separated. But I don't, I don't know if you have it so, you know, so easily separatable i don't know and it's it's not like you're not keeping up with apple notes because you are using it for some personal sharing stuff so like you, you still have your toe in the water there yeah right mm -hmm. if, if they have some big feature you're still going to be aware of it mm -hmm. so as much as it pains me to say i kind of think stay with obsidian it's not for me follow your heart man follow your heart what's your heart telling you uh my heart tells me obsidian then do it you know the one true john just texted me and John says, you're going to pick Obsidian, period. I know this, period. I think he's right. Stop, like, you know, stop holding yourself back. Go all in, baby. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, and this is like, this is like therapy for an Apple blogger. Uh, sometimes I feel like I should always use, and this is, this is a much bigger conversation. Maybe we'll talk about some of these points in the future. But sometimes I feel like I should stick to the Apple version of something as much as possible because it's like my job to write about these things, right? So, for example, totally unrelated to this, but 
I've been doing a lot of research for the speaker situation in my new in my new house. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like 90% positive we are going to go with a Sonos based set. Go with Sonos. Go with it. But you know how much I researched this and second guessed every step of the way to get to this point because I was I was always like, but wait, am I not supposed to use a HomePods? Like, should I not stick to the Apple version? That is like a weird psychological trick that the Apple ecosystem pl- pay- plays on you, I think. <laughs> Walt Garden, man. That's what it's all about. You always, at least I always have that little voice in the back of my head being like, but what if you don't do things the Apple way? You're going to regret it, you know? And yeah, so, but with the Sonos, I mean, I... Uh, I've done all the possible research and for the budget that I have and for the requirements that I have, I think we're going to be fine with the Sonos. But for note-taking, I'm like, my heart, I think my heart tells me Obsidian, but my closeness to the Apple ecosystem is always whispering in my ear, don't leave the native product, you know, like like that. Mm -hmm. And so I think I will go with Obsidian. But I'm scared. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Because I don't want to be in a situation where then in June, Apple, or maybe that's, but maybe that's part of, maybe that's part of the deal. You know, maybe that's part of the life I chose. But like in June, iOS 17 comes out and Apple Notes copied Obsidian and Craft in a bunch of ways. And I'm like, I'm going to switch again. Maybe that's just part of the, the job. There's like, if you go all in on Obsidian for all of the things Obsidian wants to do, Apple Notes is not going to do anything that could tempt you away because they're just not going to go that far right like you're going all in on this because of stuff like this like oh you can have one canvas where you can have previews scrollable previews of every single note that you've got and you can draw links between them and then you can drop web pages in and read the web pages and they update or like they're not going to do all of that for apple notes right like it's just not going to happen like i don't even imagine them doing notes linking like the backlinking stuff i don't even think they're going to do that because i think that they're Millions upon millions of customers do not care about this feature and don't want it. It's a waste of time. Yeah, I think maybe. Hmm. I, I, see, now I'm leaning strongly toward Obsidian again. Very strongly. Mm-hmm. But I also, with Obsidian, the, the, the last thing I will say, I don't want to end up, because I've been down that road before, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to end up in that place that I was like last year, where I'm like, well, I'm using Obsidian, and I want to use it for everything. Like um, my YouTube videos, I'm going to save them in Obsidian. The music I want to listen to, it's going to be in Obsidian. My read later system, oh, that's going to be in Obsidian too. Like embrace Obsidian with, but with more balance than before. Because at the same time, I'm also, I guess I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I have complicated taste for some things. Because I do love for not taking the freedom and the customization of Obsidian, but I also love me some real well-designed native app. You know, that, like for example Music Box for saving music albums or, you know, Good Links for read later stuff. Like, I like both things. I like something like Obsidian, but I also like a good standalone, dedicated native app for one specific task. And maybe that's okay, you know, liking both ends of the spectrum, mm-hmm. which is definitely the kind of mistake I, di- I, I did before. Throwing too many things in Obsidian and eventually regretting, regretting that approach. Just use it for notes, man. But all of the notes. Oh, thank you guys for letting me 
share about this? I've got tabs open now. What what tabs? Obsidian tabs. You know, like in Safari. It's like oh, nice. That canvas view, man. I don't know. It's saying something to me. Yeah, I I, I had a feeling you were gonna like it because it's visual, it's visual. and yep. easy in a, like in a way that Obsidian was not no. before. <laughs> it was not. Uh, but the visualness that's really interesting to me. I'm gonna yeah, I might try it out. But I I might be mm-hmm. I might be keen to wait to know it's coming to the iPad. If you want to find links for the show that you could save into your own Obsidian library, head on over to relay.fm slash connected slash 427. Put put that live view in your Obsidian canvas and just like scroll it, you know? Scroll it, baby. You can. You totally can. If you want longer ad-free versions of Connected, Connected Pro is for you. Go to giverelay.com and you can get 20% off your first year uh, between now and December 17th. So go check that out. You can find us all online. Uh, you can find Mike on a bunch of shows here on Relay FM. And Mike, I saw that you're uh, bringing uh, Friday Keyboard Club back since you're back from vacation. Yep, I'm going to be streaming on Twitch uh, on Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, Mike.live. See you then. Bye. We still have more of the show to do. You can't say bye yet. No, I'm gone now. You can <laughs> You can find uh, Federico while he's not being chased by wild animals through the streets of Rome. Uh, you can find his work over on Mac Stories, where he's the editor-in-chief and uh, the whole Mac Stories extended universe. You can find me at 512pixels.net, and I also host Mac Power Users here on Relay FM. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Hover and ExpressVPN. And until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.